friends, welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I wanna help you live your best life. So welcome, let's dive in. Hello, hello, Sisterhood, and happy December. We're in the final month of the year, and there's one thing I also know is quickly approaching. It is the New Year's resolutions. You know the drill. Promises made with the best intentions only to fizzle out midway through January. And gosh, I don't want it to be like that again this year. You feel me? This year, I want to help you ditch that resolution setting cycle and say hello to something that's more lasting, a whole year approach versus a new year approach. One where we get focused and intentional on what matters most and then map that out into doable goals. I like to picture right now, Like it's you and me together. We've got glasses of bubbles in our hands. We have a whole lot of arts and crafts spread around us. Like we're ready to make the best freaking vision boards we've ever made. Not the one that sits on a shelf and collects dust or has like visions that you're actually never going to be or do, but the one that's authentic to your journey. The one we can take actual steps closer to and even surpass in 2024. No more unreachable expectations or setting ourselves up for a January burnout. I want this year to be different. Like the kind where you draw the line in the sand and make real freaking progress. So today I want to dive into why resolutions don't really work. I don't love resolutions, honestly, because I don't think they work. How we can flip the script on that traditional resolution making idea And maybe craft goals that resonate more with our spirits that we can actually see through to completion without burning out along the way. I want us to be in it for the long haul. This year, it's not about surviving. I want to set us up not to get into another year of just surviving, but I want us to thrive and make goals happen. But not just happen. I want them to happen in a way that feels freaking good. All right. So let's dive in. First of all, I want to talk about the real problem with resolutions. Now, we've all been there, myself included, where we scribble those resolutions down in like the brand new journal we just got or making that vision board with all the perfect magazine, Pinterest cutouts, vowing to our friends that this is the year I finally stick to my health goals. But fast forward a few weeks and where are we? If you're anything like me, knee deep, like bag of chips, Netflix on, resolutions literally nowhere in sight. Why does this happen? I want to break down a couple reasons why I don't love resolutions and why I think resolutions don't actually set us up for success. Number one, the gap is too big. Resolutions have this sneaky way of turning us into visionaries, right? Like everybody's a dreamer on New Year's Eve and we dream big. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm going to tell you to be a dreamer, but my issue comes in when those dreams are more of a fantasy life than a reality that you work towards. Like planning to become that fitness goddess, going to hit the gym every day at 5 a.m., seven days a week, boiled chicken, broccoli, and rice, and, and that's what you're doing for the rest of time. But the reality is that's not at all in alignment with where your life has been. If your big dream for the year is really far away from the current reality of your life, I'm not telling you to come down from the dream. I'm simply saying that in that gap that's so big, you might be missing a few crucial steps. 
Another problem with resolutions is that we carry this weight of unmet goals from like Christmas past, right? Resolutions tend to carry baggage like guilt and shame when we don't reach those goals. And I'm sure you've been there before, right? When you feel like you've let yourself down over and over again, it's this vicious cycle. And it's truly why I don't love resolutions. When I was helping women in their fitness journeys, oftentimes women would come into my community already carrying so much weight from their previous failed attempts. And the goals we're working towards, you guys, they should uplift us and not weigh us down with guilt and shame. Another issue is that January burnout is real, right? Like we kick off the year with so much enthusiasm and hope only to crash and burn before we even hit February. And here's the deal. It's this vicious cycle that repeats wondering if the problem is truly us, but it's not. You guys, think about the time of year that we set New Year's resolutions. And I've shared it before in this space, but it just doesn't even really make sense because naturally everything in the world is going inward. The days are shorter. There's more darkness, more time for rest. Animals hibernate. Plants shed their leaves and go inward for the winter, right? Like the weather cools down. All of this points to slowing down. And yet here we are in January trying to go faster and faster and faster. And I love the enthusiasm. I love the hope of a fresh year. But Can we do this in a way where we're not burning out over and over and over again? Because the problem isn't us. The resolution, we start to think the resolution wasn't for us. We're not the type of person who can achieve fill in the blank goal. But spoiler, it's not you. And the last problem I have is that New Year's resolutions tend to have this all or nothing mentality behind them. It becomes a trap. We see these huge life altering goals that we've set for ourselves. And sometimes if we stumble even a little bit, it feels like we just have to throw in the towel and it's game over. We forget that there's this thing called life and that there will be an ebb and a flow to any journey we're on. Every year we'll have its fair share of ups, downs, and in-betweens, especially when goals are involved. And I like to think of it the whole like Jillian Michaels saying about not slashing all the tires just because one went flat. And I don't know why, but resolutions, they tend to make me want to just give up the whole trip instead of repairing the one flat tire, right? So what's the missing link? Like, why do we get caught up in this look year after year? And how can we do better going into 2024? I want to first off remind you that it's not you. There's nothing wrong with you. I want you to know that the game is rigged. It's designed for a sprint. It's not designed for a marathon mentality. It lacks the realness, the sustainability, the let's do this together vibe. We're stuck in this cycle because traditional resolutions simply don't work. And yet that's what we're being marketed to do everywhere you look. What we need is a more holistic approach, a roadmap that considers real life, messy moments, days when adulting feels hard, all the ups, all the downs, and the in-betweens that are going to happen in this next year. We need goals that light us up and don't weigh us down even when life isn't perfect. What we need is a different approach. Resolutions bless their ambitious hearts often feel like wishes just thrown out into the universe. And you know, in this space, I'm going to tell you that the woo woo stuff all by itself, it doesn't make your goals come to life. You need the work. Goals are the GPS guiding us and helping us see if we've gotten off course. They're like saying, I'm not just wishing for it. I'm going to actually work for it. And so the secret sauce for me, the different approach is not simply just setting goals and calling it good, setting a resolution on New Year's Eve and crossing my fingers. It's living in such a way where I'm less and less distracted and more and more focused and intentional on the things that matter most. Not simply making a resolution because it seems right or trendy or tugs at my deep-rooted insecurities. Goals that I'm setting, they zoom in on what truly matters to me. And I want to help you do that for you in this moment, in this season, not like the college version version of you or comparison you, but who you desire to be and the way that she has to show up as a result. 
The way I want you to set goals this year isn't about checking off a to-do list. It's a full-on mindset shift, a way of being. Every goal you set taking you a step closer and closer to that best version of yourself. For me, focusing on what matters with clear intentions, it helps propel me forward because it's not about doing more, it's about doing what matters most. That's the thing. It's not just about what we want to achieve, it's about why. The focus, when we start to have focus and clarity and intention, it gives you the what, right? But that intention behind it adds that depth of why. It's the purpose behind it. It's like having that North Star guiding you throughout the year, reminding you why you're showing up when what you're showing up for gets tough because honestly it will. When you can adopt this mindset of creating focused and intentional goals that will go for the whole year and not just the new year, it's like a total lifestyle upgrade. There's so many benefits. It gives me clarity, right? Because when you don't live with focus or intention, you end up living for everyone else. And to be honest, that's one of the scariest places for me to live is like getting to the end of my days and realizing I didn't actually do what I was called here to do. Goals create clarity, period. It also fuels my motivation. Resolutions, they can feel so lofty that we end up burning out before we get close to that desired destination. But when you set goals in such a way that each benchmark is moving you closer and closer to that end result, each small win becomes fuel for the next. You're building that motivation into your game plan. When we live with this mindset, it builds resilience because life is going to throw curveballs. One of the main reasons we end up blowing our resolutions is because of the proverbial like quote unquote life happening. But when you can be on journey, when you realize that like this, there's no end date to your goals. There's no expiration date. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate to say that I hate, but I don't love the idea of SMART goals because SMART goals are time bound. And to me, I'm, if I'm not dead, I'm not done, right? And so when you can be on journey and ride through the ups and downs without throwing in the towel, you're going to build so much resilience for what you're actually capable of doing. And having this mindset, it keeps us focused on progress versus perfection. It celebrates that over time because it's about the journey and not just that destination. So how do we actually ditch resolutions coming up on this new year? How do we do this a different way? This is where it gets good, y'all. I'm going to be real, though. In order to have different results, we need a different process. So I'm going to give you a heads up. Like, you can shut this down. It might not be for you if you're stuck in that, like, quick fix, Amazon Prime, Microwave Society results mentality. If you want a quick win, this is probably not going to be your process. Like, go back to resolutions and call me in a year when it doesn't work. But if you're ready for something different, like different results, I want to walk you through a little different process. This is the slow, good stuff. It's the stuff you come back to over and over again. It's not a one and done like drunken resolution. Hello. Hi, that's me. But I have a sneaking suspicion that if you've been listening so far with me and you're here, it's probably you too. You want that real change. So let's get to it. I want to walk you through five steps to building better goals for a fresh year. Okay. The best part is this isn't just an exercise you reserve for the top of a fresh year. This is an awesome time to dive into this. Exactly why I put this episode where I put it. But the power is when you can come back to this process over and over and over again, because you can literally do the these five things at any point in your journey. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It doesn't have to be a fresh year. You literally can do this any day you decide. The first step is pausing and reflecting. And when I think about where we tend to miss the mark when it comes to New Year's resolutions, I feel like it's in how we start the process of going after our desires. There are a variety of reasons we set goals, but so often we don't even think about that. We just feel that tug on our heart to start something. And we never actually pause to ask, like, why? Where is this coming from? Or is this even for me? There are a variety of reasons we set goals. It could be the desire to improve. Maybe 
it's due to frustration or dissatisfaction. Maybe you're inspired by somebody else or you could be forced into change due to something happening in your life, your health, or even a transition or a life stage change too, like becoming parents. A goal could be set intrinsically because you have a certain drive or extrinsically because of peer pressures or societal norms. And goals could even be set out of FOMO. Yes, 75 hard, anybody? Just me? <laughs> Basically, I'm just trying to say that often we don't even really know if the goal is for us before we dive in and just start pursuing it. Have you ever found yourself setting similar resolutions year after year after year? It's crazy, but they say that the top resolutions are typically sent around like finances or money or budgets of some sort and then health and wellness. And for me, I was always in one of those two brackets when I was in my resolution setting days. Always, whether it was money, I'm going to save. This is going to be the year I save up. This is going to be the year I, I stop spending, right? Or it would be the year that I was going to get the six pack abs. Reflection is how we break that cycle. Because here's the deal, guys. When I was setting those types of goals, the resolution, proverbial money or fitness resolutions, I never actually saw results. And so evolving, learning, ensuring that history doesn't continue to repeat itself in that loop, right? I start with reflection. This helps me gauge what's working in my life and maybe what's not working so well so that I can make changes that matter to me and matter to the people I love most too, right? Because this is about them as well. So a couple prompts to get your wheels turning as we pause and reflect. What brought you the most joy in the past year? Think about challenging moments. How did you navigate through these challenging moments? What did you learn? In moments of difficulty, what lessons did you uncover about yourself or about others or just about the world in general? And take time to reflect on when you felt most alive or aligned with your purpose. What were you doing this year that made you feel like that? This matters, my friends. Reflecting first, taking that breath, that pause matters. You know the phrase wash, rinse, repeat? That phrase has always felt a little off to me because what happens when you keep repeating things that are not actually serving your best self. It's like the definition of insanity, right? Where you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. We need a moment to pause and reflect to make adjustments and course correct versus throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. Reflecting on these moments isn't dwelling on the past. It's gathering the tools we need so we can make better future decisions for ourselves. It's taking the lessons we're learning and then applying them in real time to our next chapter and our next level. So my starting point is the pause and the reflection reflection. Number two, though, is I set goals that matter and I put them in my face. Now, I know this sounds like a pretty duh step, but here's the thing. I think so often when we come with the old resolution mindset, we either one, keep them to ourselves and we say nothing. It's just like an idea in our head, right? Or two, drunkenly share them with people who aren't really paying attention to you on New Year's Eve, right? It's like everyone's sharing the resolution and I'm just going to chime in with mine. In your reflection, I hope you realize that not all goals matter to you. It's not just about achieving something for the sake of it. It's about aligning your aspirations with who you are and what matters most to you. Meaningful goals give your journey purpose and infuse each step you're taking with intention. And this matters because it's got intrinsic motivation attached to it. They're the kind of goals that make your heart race a little and butterflies dance in your stomach. Your eyes light up when you talk about them and your spirit whispers like, yes, do this. Like this is worth pursuing. Go. Like maybe you can do this, right? When we set meaningful goals, goals that matter, it also becomes more sustainable because they're personal, they're significant, and your commitment then becomes like a little bit more resilient just by default. It's not about fleeting resolutions, but about dedicating yourself to a journey where you're getting better and you're growing bit by bit that aligns even with your core values. The goals, they almost become a piece of who you are. I mean, when I've really unlocked the, I don't know, the code, <laughs> the secret to how I make progress, 
progress towards what matters most to me and towards my goals, it's honestly, I start to embody what I'm what I'm going to achieve. I become that. And so when I don't go after that goal anymore, it's almost like I'm losing a piece of myself. And then when we set goals that matter and, and we align them in a meaningful way, all of a sudden they become authentic to us. They're not borrowed dreams or something society's just saying. They're crafted from literally your passions, your values, and your deep desires. So setting goals that matter, it's so important, but we can't stop there. Okay. We have to get them out of our head and into the world. There's so much magic that happens when you not only think your goals, but you say them out loud. It really is an ownership of sorts of what you say you're going to do. And it takes guts and boldness to do that. A few ways I love to get my goals out of my mind are vision boards. I shared this before, but I love creating a visual representation of my goals using images or quotes or symbols. And here's the deal. I don't just make my vision board and like take pictures of it and then put it on a shelf to collect dust. I put my vision board in a place where I see it daily. In fact, last year I started laminating my vision board and it actually is in my morning routine stack. So I don't just see it when I happen to see it each day because it's like on my desk or whatever. No, like it's actually a part of my morning routine is grabbing my vision board and looking at what I put on there at the top of last year. Another thing that helps me get goals out of my mind is accountability buddies. Sharing your goals with a friend or a family member that you can trust is so helpful. Regular check-ins, mutual support, maybe somebody who's doing the journey with you. In my journey, online accountability partners have been everything, whether it's in life or business or fitness or whatever that's looked like. But to be surrounded by like-minded people who are all on pursuit towards moving in a certain direction, that is so key. And in those seasons when I didn't necessarily have an online community, I created my own. Like I would use my social media platform as a form of accountability, telling my followers that I was going to show up and do my morning routine and, and work on showing up to that. And I would share all of it, even the days that I didn't show up, because I think it's important to show that like perfection is isn't, isn't the prize. I'm not out to be perfect. I'm out to make progress. Another way I can get my goals out of my mind is in journaling and writing. And something I love about the Win the Morning Journal is the four G's section because it actually has an area every morning for me to write out my goals and to be detailed and specific, putting pen to paper, solidifying my commitment. And when I can see it every day, like it's really nice to journal your goals out. But most people don't even get to this step, you guys. There's a stat. The general population, you guys, this is astounding. The general population 83% of the general population doesn't have goals. Like I want that to soak in for you. If you're listening to this right now and you press play on an episode about how to like ditch resolutions and set better goals for the year. Um, hello. I think you are like literally in the top 17%. Of that 17% though, you guys, 14% had plans. 14% are in the resolution mindset and it's in their head. The plans are in their head, but not in writing. Did you know that only 3% of the general population, 3% writes it down. Be like the 3% because here's the thing. Research has also shown that you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals if they're written down. So journaling, writing, you guys, it's so key. Be different, okay? The masses are not even setting goals. A small percentage are thinking about their goals and an even smaller percentage are actually writing them down. And, and most of the people that are writing them down, that's where the magic is happening. Okay, and lastly is post-it notes, right? Like writing your goals down, post-it notes and placing them where you'll see them frequently, like your bathroom mirror or desk or refrigerator. The key is to make your goals visible, you guys, and impossible to ignore because so often we drop off on our goals in the new year because 
because we forget about them, whether it's through visuals or verbal affirmations, accountability. Let your goals be this presence in your life. Let them be a daily reminder of the journey that you're on, a journey that you're moving towards a year filled with purpose and growth and fulfillment of goals that matter to you. So number one, you're going to pause and take a little moment to reflect, right? Number two, define and own your goals and plaster them where you can freaking see them. Write them down. But let's talk about the secret sauce because number three is where it gets good. This is when you match your daily routines and habits with the vision that you have for your life because let's be real, goals aren't achieved through wishful thinking. They come to life through consistent intentional action. Consistency, my friends, is the unsung hero of goal achievement and it's quite honestly the sexiest word I know. I freaking love consistency. But this is why resolutions fail because consistency doesn't mean three days, three weeks, or even three months, my friends. Consistency is lifelong. It's the daily commitment, the small steps taken repeatedly over time that lead to the remarkable outcomes you desperately desire. Consistency allows you to build momentum. It helps you form lasting habits and it's helpful when you start to feel like procrastinating. Consistency, my friends, I want her to be queen in 2024 for you. Amen? But I get it. I get it. You're like, that's nice. I love the word consistency. Super sexy, Brit. Love it. But how? How do we get to a place where we're consistent? How do we weave our goals into our day-to-day lives? So a couple tips from my trenches that help me make consistency just kind of an ingrained piece of what I do is number one, I start small. Every goal I set, I start small. I begin with small manageable actions because it's easier to build consistency around tiny habits and like lay that foundation so that you can put larger and more ambitious goals on top, right? So start small. Another thing I do is I make it a part of like who I am. It's a part of my day-to-day. I integrate my goals into my daily rituals. So whether it's cultivating a morning routine or maybe a work ritual or an evening wind down, you are allowed to be the person who does that thing. I don't want you to overthink it. Permission freaking granted to be the gym girl or the morning routine girl or the boundaries girl. You get to decide to be that person who does that thing. And my friends, one of the reasons we tend to fall off the wagon with our goals is we forget to attach our identity to what it is we want to do. You have to be that person that does that thing. And so often we're so married and in love with the version of ourselves that we're trying to escape from. But you have to, sometimes you have to break up with old you and you've got to move on and become the next level, the next version of yourself who does the thing that you want to do. So make it a part of your life. Make it a part of your day-to-day. Permission granted. Another thing is like assign it a time. Assigning specific times, right? Like the workout. Tell me, when is the workout? I'm going to write the, the book. When? I'm going to research the business. Okay, when? Having designated slots enhances your ability to be consistent because you're giving yourself a space on your calendar. So often when I was mentoring women who are starting up their own businesses, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, when do you work your business? And they're like, um, you know, in the cracks of my day. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, when do you work your business? It can't just be this thing that it's like, I'll find space and I'll find time for it. I'll do my workout when I get home from work. No, 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 no. What worked for me was when I said, okay, I'm going to bring my workout clothes with me to work. And the second I'm done with dismissal with the students, I'm putting on my sneakers, I'm going across the street and I'm going for a run. That's when I had success. If I just said I'll work out after school, it wouldn't happen. So I want you to assign specific times to those goal related activities. Another thing that helps make consistency key is linking habits together. There is so much research behind this, but chaining your habits and linking new habits to existing ones will help you solidify and build that consistency a lot faster. For instance, if your goal is to read a personal growth book each month in 2024, maybe you already have a routine of sipping coffee in the morning. This is perfect. You already have 
that as an ingrained routine. So what you're going to do is you're going to habit stack that. You're going to link it on top of an existing routine and then you're going to start building a new one with it. Okay, so think of other routines you've got. Just like I said about my dismissal. Okay, so dismissal, that was like the bell rang. That meant school's over, but that also meant shoes went on. So I took the habit of what happened after dismissal and then I linked it with the new habit that I wanted to form. So think about your routine. Think about where you already have existing habits that you don't think about. And then the last thing that helps me is having visual reminders, like cues that I can physically see. So if you have a goal to stay hydrated, you want to drink your body weight in water in 2024. Okay, awesome. I love that for you. Maybe you need to get a really cute water bottle and place it in a space where you can't ignore it so that it is always a reminder for yourself. And every time it empties, you fill it right back up. Remember, consistency is a journey. It's not a destination. And that's so freeing for me. I hope this part is like a little bit of of like a, a free pass for you where it's like, wow, to build consistency with my routines and my habits, it's not a one and done thing because there's gonna be days where I get it wrong. There's gonna be days where I miss the mark. There's gonna be days where it's just not the best that I could give. But the best part is you get to come back to it because it's not about perfection. It's about showing up day after day, even when the road gets bumpy. And that beautifully leads me into the fourth piece of how I create focus and intentional goals that take me through the whole year and not just a new year is that I get back up when I fall and I clap for myself when I win. The next part of creating that focused and intentional goal for the whole year versus just that new year mentality is building resilience, learning how to be your best cheerleader along the way, because obstacles are going to be a part of the journey, my friends, they're unavoidable, they're unpredictable, and they are often challenging. But it's when we actually navigate these setbacks versus throw in the towel that we build so much resilience. And that, that is needed when you're on any sort of meaningful journey. To be the kind of person that doesn't throw in the freaking towel, kudos to you. They say the best time to build a shelter is when the sun is shining, right? So we don't want to wait for the obstacle to hit to then prepare. We want to be ready for it so it doesn't throw us so far off course. So a few things you can most definitely plan for in this coming year. I don't know you. I don't know your situation. I don't know what goals you have laid on your heart, but I do know that these things are definitely going to happen. There's going to be a moment where you feel overwhelmed. Simply setting goals and showing up, my friends, and just trying, that can be overwhelming. There can be moments where you lose hope or you lose direction. And this happens to all of us. My advice is keep going. Procrastination is another thing. And that one is so sneaky because procrastination, it sneaks in and it slows down your progress and it leaves you in that rut. So pay attention to those moments when you're dragging your feet and aim to just start. Do the workout, make the dinner you planned, open up the spreadsheet to do the budget, research the idea, just start. Another thing you definitely can plan for this year is self-doubt. Doubting your capabilities is normal, my friends. It's your brain's way of trying to keep you safe. But the space you were in wasn't serving the next level of you. So you've got to get out of that comfort zone. It's normal to doubt yourself. I mean, because think about it, you're freaking doing something you've never done before. So give yourself some credit. And then lastly, I know no matter where you are, what you're doing, what your goal is, you will face comparison. The comparison trap is also quite sneaky because it can start out as inspiration. In a lot of ways, comparison started for me as inspiration. And then I go down a rabbit hole and I cross this fine line and all of a sudden I'm not inspired anymore. I feel defeated. I'm comparing myself to Sally on the internet. And it's such a fine line and only you know when you're dancing over it. So here's the deal. Put the phone down, (laughs) get back to your goals and why they matter to you. What you've got to remember 
remember when these moments come, whether you're overwhelmed by the distance between where you are and where you want to be. Maybe you're dragging your feet or doubting yourself or simply questioning if you have what it takes. The only way to is through. I need you to remember that. The only way to is through. If you want to get to your goals, you have to go through the discomfort, the ups, the downs, the in-between monotonous moments of just chipping away. The only way to your goals is through the reps. So get back up each and every time you fall. I always say you can't beat the person who never gives up. So live by that. Aside from the inevitable lows though, there's going to be highs. And to be honest, we don't celebrate these enough. This year, I want you to weave celebration and clapping for yourself into your goals. You won't always have those mountaintop moments most of your day-to-day when you're chipping away at progress and goals. It's going to actually seem like not much progress, but it's crucial that we pause every now and again and celebrate the small steps we're making along the way. I have this funny story that Charlie and I love to laugh about. One year we started a New Year's, you know, we were doing our New Year's resolution stuff. Okay, this is back when I was doing that. Don't judge. But we had started this New Year's workout resolution because it was the year that we were getting married. And we had this big goal to sweat for the wedding and we were in it together. Like it was perfect, right? So it was Monday, it was day one and it went amazing. And then Tuesday came around and I was so proud of us. Well, really, I was proud of myself (laughs) that during the day while Charlie was away at work, I bought a pair of leggings online to celebrate that like I... I was on day two and I was crushing it. And when Charlie got home from work, I shared that with him. I was like so excited. Like, babe, I bought myself these leggings. I'm like so proud of myself. I'm so proud of us. And he looked at me all confused and he's like, you know, it's only Tuesday, right? And we literally still laugh about that because yes, it was only Tuesday. It was only day two of our sweating for the wedding journey. And I was also celebrating. Celebrating small victories provides a motivational boost, you guys. It's like refueling your tank, ensuring that you have energy to continue the journey. It's also a positive reinforcement and it strengthens your commitment. When you celebrate achievements, you reinforce those positive behaviors and habits contributing to the success that you ultimately want more, right? And so it builds confidence. Each accomplishment, no matter how small, contributes to the whole of what you're truly capable of and that builds that confidence. So a couple ways that I love to acknowledge my own progress along the way is just self-acknowledgement, like telling myself in my own head that I'm doing great, that I'm proud of myself, that I'm doing the thing that I said I was gonna do long after the feeling has left, right? So often in our own minds, if you're anything like me, the narrative could be a negative narrative. It could be something where you're trying to tear yourself down or you're really bummed about something or you feel defeated or deflated. So acknowledging where you're making progress is everything treating yourself just like I did with the leggings, right? Every once in a while, a good treat yourself is in order. Also sharing my wins with others and then journaling my growth. And spoiler, this is also a part of the win the morning journal because the four G's, God, goals, growth, and gratitude. In the growth section, we write down what we're celebrating, what we're proud of, how we're growing in our journey. And so this actually is a daily thing that I weave into my journey is celebrating myself. So remember setbacks, they're not roadblocks unless you choose to camp out. They're deep tours leading to growth and resilience and you need that good stuff okay in 2024 let's get back up when we fall let's clap for ourselves when we win let's celebrate each step of the journey that we're on right which brings me to the last step check in and adjust as necessary like I said before I hate the idea of wash rinse repeat if we continue to live life in loops that don't serve us or move us forward we have to pause and check in and also adjust but the more and more you treat goal setting like a journey versus a thing you do at the top of a new year the more and 
and more you'll allow this piece to actually begin to overlap with the first one, which was reflection. Check-ins become that pulse check. They're guiding whether the goal is for you or whether you pivot. And regular check-ins help you maintain focus on your goals. They serve as a reminder of your purpose and keep your intentions at the forefront of your mind. It also allows you to assess your progress objectively. It's that opportunity to celebrate victories, acknowledge challenges, reflect on the lessons learned, and let's be real, life is ever-changing and so are you. So regular check-ins, they help us adapt to these changes rather than beat ourselves up that we aren't the same as maybe a past version of ourselves was, right? This is where I'm going to remind you that you don't need to fit in the same pants you had before you had a baby or run the race as fast as you did when you were much younger. I mean, you can, that's totally cool, but you also don't have to. I'm reminding myself this in real time. I'm simply, for me, not the same runner as I was in my 20s as I'm nearing 40 and that's okay. What the real goal is behind the action is for me to be healthy, mind, body, and spirit. And I actually have to remind myself that instead of beating myself up. And that's where I get to do these check-ins and say, okay, but what's the purpose of the run? What's the purpose of signing up for the race? Is it just to like showboat and show people like I could do this? Because there's been a lot of goals in my life I've set where that was the end result is I just want to show people I could do it. And sometimes that's important. Sometimes we need those goals to challenge ourselves and show ourselves what we're capable of. But a lot of times we pin ourselves into these boxes of what we used to be like and what we used to do. And we set our goals based on previous past versions of ourselves that quite frankly, we've outgrown. Your goals will shift and that's called evolving. And in our backwards world, we think slower race times or bigger pant sizes means that we're going backwards, but that's not true. Regular check-ins allow us to see what's healthy and productive when we're pursuing goals and why that matters to us in this season, in this time, right? So how do we check in and adjust our goals? Scheduling regular reviews, setting specific times, right? Like whether it's monthly or quarterly or biannually, like having dozen designated checkpoints ensures that consistent reflection. And like I said, this kind of starts to overlap with step one. So you're basically now on like a cycle, but a different kind of cycle, not the cycle of resolutions where you try, you fall off, you give up, you beat yourself up, and then you try again. But instead, we're on a consistent trajectory of forward motion because we can get back into this place where now we are reviewing, we're checking in. But just do me a solid and don't wait and do these check-ins until like next New Year's Eve deal. Like at least try to get one check-in in between now and next New Year's. When you're checking in, reflect on your why. Reconnect with the why behind your goals because maybe your initial motivation might not be relevant or maybe it's even evolved. So you've got to understand your underlying motives so that you can define and refine your goals. Evaluate your progress during this time and celebrate those achievements. Identify areas that might need additional attention or a shift in strategy. Look at changing priorities. Like did your seasons of life change? Maybe when you set the goal, you weren't expecting a baby and now you are. And so things have to shift. Or maybe when you set the goal, you had all these ambitions, but then all of a sudden a month in, your aging parent needs your attention and your support, right? Like life is dynamic and so are your priorities. So assess whether external factors or shifts in your personal priorities necessitate maybe an adjustment to your goal. And along the way, like be kind to yourself, right? If you encounter setbacks or you need to adjust your goals, be kind to yourself. Goal setting is fluid. Adaptability is that strength, right? It's not a weakness. So celebrate those adjustments. Embrace the idea that adjusting your goals is not a failure, but it becomes a strategic decision. That's There's a difference between throwing in the towel and adjusting your sales, okay? So celebrate your ability to course correct and align your goals with your evolving self. 
As we wrap up today, I want to remind you that the journey you're going to be on in 2024 is as valuable as the destination. I don't want you to arrive a year from now focused only on the outcome that you forgot to enjoy the moments in between. I want you to reflect on this past year. I want you to find the joys and the lessons, lean into that, and then from there, create goals that align with the direction of your desires. Make them matter to you. And then I want you to share them out loud. Make the vision board. Create the sweat meetup. Do the thing that's going to keep you accountable, right? Be like the 3% that writes them down. And then you've got to align your habits, your routines, your behaviors with that said goal. So find ways to be the person who does the thing you desire to do. Match your habits, your routines to your day-to-day life. Ask yourself often, is this what she would do? I want you to act as if. And then step four, don't forget that we all fall down. So you got to keep going. You got to get back up. Clap for yourself too when you can. And remember that the only way to the goal is through. So you just got to keep making motion. And lastly, check in often all year long. And in this space, I'll try to help you remember to do that, okay? I love you so much, you guys. I'm rooting for all you're dreaming up for 2024 and beyond. I would love to hear what your visions are. If you're making a vision board, tag me in it. I gotta see what what's on your heart and just root for you, right? But remember, guys, this holiday season, as we're wrapping up a year, be kind to yourself. Take care of you while you're out there pursuing all that's on your heart, while you're making the vision board, while you're dreaming big. I want you to take care of yourself so that you can go out and love and serve all those dreams, all those people, all those passions, everything that's on your heart from that place of overflow. I'm forever and always rooting for you guys. I love you so much and I will see you next week right here on the Self-Care Sisterhood podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me at InspireBeautyBrit so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friend, till next time, let's go out there, take some action.